everyone. I'm Jason Moore from MakingStarWars.net. And uh, today we're going to be talking about what's going on with this Ahsoka show. Why is it doing this, we think? Well, there was a good article today on um, Bestman Bulletin, the one I told you guys to harass him about so it came out on Thursday. You, you, you guys did it. You made it happen. Uh, he had no choice but to release the article due to your peer pressure. At least I think so, anyways. So um, here's the article. We'll just we'll just get right into it. Uh, YouTube. All right. Here, here, here it is. Exclusive. Anakin Skywalker in his Clone Wars armor? Question mark. Captain Rex? Question mark. What Clone Wars era content will be featured in Star Wars Ahsoka? No question mark. Come on, Bespin. I'm kidding. It's fine. Uh, okay. Star Wars fans got a pleasant surprise this week with the Chosen One himself, Anakin Skywalker, making a cliffhanger appearance in Ahsoka Episode 4. Fans can expect to see more blasts from the past. Oh, listen to this guy. Oh, man, he's really he's really getting toothy Sarlacc on this one in this series with Clone Wars era content expected to feature. So, by the way, I just want you guys to know that it that you literally sucked the 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 soul out of me when I was doing a uh, Kenobi, and I'm like, "There's a flashback. Here's what happens." Does he have Clone Wars armor, though? I'm like, I I, I don't know. It's like a young and, but does he have the Clone Wars armor? I need to know if he has Clone Wars armor. I don't give two fucks. And I'm just like. Guys, do you know how to do to get this information? Yeah, I understand that, but you didn't uh, you didn't get if you had the armor or not. And I just kind of like died inside. <laughs> so, uh, but Bespin is now bringing it to you. Um, you can support him on Patreon or Coffee. He gets a larger cut from Coffee, but uh, Patreon might be more uh, convenient for you. So, anyways, previously I exclusively revealed. Come on, man. Come on. He, he, we, we know you're a special good guy, Bespin, that we would get to see Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker in the fifth episode of Ahsoka. Christensen briefly cameoed in the fourth episode of the series and left fans on a cliffhanger. Christensen's role in the fifth episode is much larger and more significant as you would assume. I had known for weeks Christensen as Skywalker would play a huge prominent role in the fifth episode. I might have been the one. Well, I might have been the one to exclusively report when fans would see Anakin Skywalker in the series. But past reports from Making Star Wars revealed that an alternate reality scene was shot for the series. We saw a younger Ahsoka Tano facing off against Anakin on Mustafar during the events of Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, with the scene taking place in the world between worlds, featuring Star Wars Rebels, and we got a glimpse of that dimension again at the end of Ahsoka Episode Four. Yeah, a couple of days ago, um, I, I I couldn't remember like. There's like a couple of reports that I, I, I've done that I kind of just did and don't remember a lot about. Like it's not about like a guy named Carnast. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And I was on Santa's show the other day and I was like, yeah, you know, I know this, this stuff was shot. I actually didn't think about it. I don't know if it was the world between worlds. And I went back and looked at the report and I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely said it was the world between worlds in that report. So I was debunking myself for no reason. Um there's a, a thing on Reddit that's like a collection of the leaks left over, though. And there's like some kind of weird shit in that thing where they're saying like, oh, and then like Jason deleted this on 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 uh, some app or something like that. I'm like, I don't know. I never deleted anything. I don't know what they're talking about. I hope they got the right me. 
Um, MSW's report mentioned that Christensen had filmed a, a new scene for the Mustafar footage and that he had been training for those scenes for a significant amount of time. I don't know if it was significant, but it was some time. There was training. Um, at the time of the MSW report, it was unknown what episode this Mustafar event would take place in, but we now have an answer. In addition to the Mustafar scenes, MSW also shared that some scenes featuring Darth Vader were shot, though not reported. It's likely those scenes also feature in the fifth episode of the series. Yeah, my, my take the whole time was I just knew that they were getting the Darth Vader crew back together. That that was uh, solid information um, that didn't really go beyond that. So we speculated that they could reshoot the opening of Rebels and like convey that moment to or sorry, the opening of season, you know, season two, the Darth Vader fight of Rebels. Sorry. Um, they could have gone and like really conveyed that uh, to the general audience who didn't watch Rebels. That's a possibility. Um, but for all I know, Darth Vader is chasing her around or, you know what I mean? She's fighting him or something. I have no, no idea on that stuff. Um, my information on this show is primarily from during production, you know? Um, and then honestly, with uh, the strikes and stuff, kind of slowed down the ability for me to get information because I'm not really meeting with people. They're most of them are striking, <laughs> doing stuff like that. So anyways... One thing that feels like a no-brainer to be featured is Clone Wars era content. We know from dialogue featured in a TV spot from Ahsoka that at some point Anakin, Anakin Skywalker would talk about fighting battle droids. But we don't know if that scene is part of the World Between Worlds sequence or if it's tied to another scene. I mentioned at the time of my, of my Anakin appearance report that I had heard Clone Wars era scenes, and from what I've heard more recently, and this is where the exclusive information comes in. Hayden Christensen had shot scenes as Anakin sporting his armor from Star Wars The Clone Wars. So there it is. Yeah, he does have the armor now. Oh, great. Oh, good. Oh, good. It's going to be way better than Kenobi. Um, I've heard the fifth episode will explore the relationship of Ahsoka and her master to a degree. Well, I, yeah. I mean, of course you. you that makes sense. I, I, I buy that even without the report, honestly, from, from the end of that thing, right? So, but that's good confirmation that it will do that, that he doesn't just go, now I must leave you, leave you, leave you, leave you, leave you. You know, that could happen too. So it's good that, that we do hear this. Um, it feels more likely that we'd see a second Anakin in Clone Wars era scenes during the fifth episode. Reddit user Economics Legal 6989, <laughs> nice, who shared uh, accurate leaks for episode three and four of Ahsoka has been hinting at a Ryloth appearance in the series. It's likely that this is part of the Anakin and Ahsoka flashback, as I too have heard of a Ryloth appearance. And I can confirm to you, although not reported until now, Bespin has known about this Ryloth thing. He's always talking about it. Well, Ryloth this and Ryloth that. And I'm just like, hey, man, you know what? If I don't read it on your site, it doesn't count. So here we are reading it on a site. It was previously reported by One Take News that Tamara Morrison would return as Captain Rex in the Ahsoka series. But the outlet, outlet did not know if it was Rex in the present day or for flashbacks. From what I've been hearing, the scene features Tamara Morrison as Rex were for the Clone Wars era scenes. And I've heard nothing of present day Rex being featured. That doesn't mean he won't. Just not that I heard, heard it. I don't know if those scenes feature uh, Rex without a helmet on either. So I don't know if we'll see the face of Morrison. I, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion that we don't. But... Uh, one thing about that, and and this isn't a debunk. It's not a. It's not a. It's not going to add anything. It's just simply what 
my reporting from my side of things, how, how it went. I asked if Tamara Morrison was ever there. And I've, I've asked this, you know, from several people. And the people that I tend to talk to from the Ahsoka production, especially at that time, always said, I never saw Tamara Morrison here. Tim was never here. Or if he was, it wasn't when I was there. So I'm of the opinion that if Tamara Morrison is in the series, it's simply as a voice, as the voice of probably what the stand-in and the armor would be um, saying. But that's speculation on my part. I've heard rumblings of live action Siege of Mandalore being part of the episode, even a quint uh, glimpse of the Battle of Teth. So that would make sense. That would allow them to show like how if to the general audience, who who was Ahsoka, who was she to Anakin and who was she to these people? And when you see like the, you know, clones with Ahsoka armor and stuff like that on on their their helmets and shit, you know, kind of starts to mean a little bit more and then seth says mall yeah i mean if i mean it's it's possible right i mean it does open that 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 door but at the same time um ray park as mall for instance i think would would garner more more attention um to it but it's it's completely possible but i have no idea um as mentioned it's a good 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 thinking though as mentioned earlier in the article, during the flashback scenes, we get to see a younger Ahsoka Tano, according to reports. It's been rumored that those scenes that the House of Dragons actress Savannah Stein will be playing a younger version of Ahsoka Tano. And once again, yeah, that's just like, that's something that it is another one where I never got a, a positive hit uh, on anybody having seen Savannah Stein there. Uh, I've heard mixed things regarding this, so I'm unsure if this is accurate at the time of writing. Personally, I think Stein would be a stellar pick to portray Ahsoka Tano during the Clone Wars era. So this is a rumor I would like to see pan out, which is probably why he's why he's mentioned it before. And uh, I don't I don't disagree with that. I mean, she would be a, a good pick for for that, you know, to, to play young young Ahsoka. But um, the stuff that it I always heard about were things that were like filmed and obviously would be placed into an edit. And uh, didn't necessarily require, you know, too much from anybody else. So let's put it that way. Sorry to be weird and vague about it. But it does, it it speaks to Dave Filoni being really aware of, of what people want to see and like what they sort of demand. He's more, I, I think, aware of what people, um, what the, what the fan base is expecting what they want to see and he's probably heard it over the years um stuff like that so yeah Br brandon brings up something interesting if we we're going to going to ryloth it would be cool to see Hera's father cham syndulla yeah and for those who don't know who cham syndulla is he was in the first season of the clone wars and then um when we get to rebels and then we we are introduced to Hera, it becomes like i think it might have been a new dawn even that first told us but we learn, oh shit, because they had canceled the Clone Wars. We're all angry and mad at this time. And so, like, one of the bones that was sort of thrown at the time was, oh, and this is Cham's daughter. So you felt kind of like there was some continuation of the stuff we loved uh, continuing over. Uh, and then she, she's the, the, so, and then that would also round it out a bit, 
you know, more make it like, oh yeah, Hera's father is in this stuff. So if they were to do that, that that would be cool. That said, with how this is going gonna go, I don't think uh just to keep your expectations in check, don't expect 15 minutes of of clone wars uh of your favorite moments and all of your characters showing up in live action. Like I I would it would be best to imagine it something in a George Lucas uh order 66 montage kind of way of of then you see this stuff and then you see this stuff and then you see this stuff and it's like oh shit you know and it's it's nice to like see it but i would not expect it to be um that extensive now the extensive part the payoff is going to be i think anakin showing up in in this and uh talking to ahsoka because one of the things that we've never okay so up front we never had atonement between them which is i think what this is going to bring obviously when he shows up and he says like i didn't expect to see you uh yet um that's an interesting kind of kind of thing right there but it it does allow for them to like talk because uh as best been pointed out to me like why does why does the imperial march play before we see anakin well the last time ahsoka saw anakin he was darth vader the last time that it that you know he was uh she 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 became an enemy of the state that and he was the state so it's definitely going to be an interesting it could be an interesting conversation there's a lot that that could happen there between those those two characters and another thing i wanted to bring up on today's show was that filoni used to say at conventions that uh, future Star Wars stories would deal with the ramifications of Ahsoka's death in the during in the world between worlds. And uh, one of the things about the world between worlds concept and idea is that the father, the daughter and the son, well, the father was a past chosen one. He was a chosen one from an earlier point in time from a past Star Wars story that, that we never saw, that we don't know about yet. And they clearly become Lucas's concept of the wills at that point. Now, it isn't really a very interesting thing to be like, okay, now Anakin, Ahsoka, and Leia are, you know, Anakin and his daughters, and they watch over everything, and then that's that's how this ends up. Now, could it go that way? It, it, it could, but, you know... That's something I think that would go further da- down the line when we do a, a Star Wars trilogy that takes place uh, 200 years after episode nine or something like that. And then you want to start doing callbacks to the original stuff, to the earlier stuff, the stuff that people will miss. That would be a way of of kind of doing that. But because Anakin does does bring balance. But then George Lucas kind of started to change his concept of that at one point and made it where Leia was actually the uh, chosen one, you know? And, but I don't think you could put Ahsoka into a Trinity, so to speak of that, unless it's Anakin and his daughters, because you can't put Luke in there and Ahsoka that doesn't really work. I don't think they don't really, you know, they haven't really had enough to do with each other. And then, but when you change it to the other way, the Anakin and his daughters thing, then you kind of start starts to have a different kind of thing. They're they're different kinds of daughters, but they are one is a biological daughter and an adversary, and the other one was his apprentice. Um, so it could go a couple of di- couple of different ways on that front, right there. But 
I don't think uh, it will make sense like for that to happen at this point. And I also think that would be like going too far out. But we can't <clears throat> deny that the world between worlds and Mortis are are connected, and they are part of Dave Filoni's story, and they are part of George Lucas's story that it, Dave Filoni is continuing on. So. Could we see something from that? Could it play in? It's completely possible. I mean, I would even throw it out there that that in the big picture, it wouldn't surprise me if the world between worlds is another version, of, uh, just another depiction of Mortis, another manifestation of the same concept for the heroes to, you know, deal with and, and experience. But um, another thing is that Owl shows up, uh, the Convor, is a manifestation of the sister from 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 Mortis who also dies and uh, gives her life to resurrect Ahsoka. Now I'm thinking that there might be something about Ahsoka's resurrection uh, uh, on Mortis as to why she's even in the world between worlds at this moment. Um, she goes to, I mean, in my opinion, she probably did die in that episode. And but they're obviously gonna gonna kick her back to life again, <laughs> you know, uh, for for the story. Um, and you know, she will probably come out like we said, um, Ahsoka the White riding a a loath wolf or whatever. Uh, thank you for the for the for the Canadian two buck super chat, Kanchu. I think Anakin in the fourth episode is the son. Yeah, I mean it it it, it could be, but. The thing about it is, it, so like, like, let's look at like what the options are here. If okay, if it's the son, then she gets there. She thinks that that everything's going to be like she's going to have this conversation with Anakin. The fan expectations are that, and then he's like trying to slit her throat, right? Trying to like like take power, trying to like let evil, you know, get 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 it out of out of hand now. But the the thing with the son concept is the uh, daughter is was what part of the the chosen ones in the middle the son and the daughter kind of like keep balance in the galaxy they are a manifestation of what's going on outside so with thrawn returning you would uh, essentially in that mortis balancing act you would see the the concept of the sun whatever the avatar is whether it's it's the that version of the sun or a different version you would see that become more powerful because balance has not, you know, balance is starting to shift, right? But the daughter's dead. There is no daughter. So what the fuck happens there? And is is that Ahsoka's ultimate uh, destiny to replace the, the daughter who gave her life to bring her back? Is this the kind of concept where in the bigger, larger story, when it's finally finished for Ahsoka, when the arc is done, that does she replace her? Is that the end game? But she still has stuff to do in the galaxy so we could have our space adventures with her before that happens. I could see that happening and I could see the the Asun being at play to fuck with her, her ascension. That said, if you bring back Anakin Skywalker and you have all of uh, fans wanting that Hey Snips moment, ooh, it's... It would be, I don't know if that would be uh, the pop call, the call, the, the crowd-pleasing call. And I'm of the opinion that our 
buddy Dave Filoni probably is aiming for that here. So th that's why I'm not, I don't really think that Mortis will be explicitly handled. Um, there could be all kinds of, of deep rem, uh, implications and ramifications to the Mortis concept on what happens in these, in these episodes and we'll know, but think about like when we saw Mortis, I'm sorry, uh, roll between worlds in that last episode. Um, if you've never like Rob, uh, never watched those shows. When you see that you're just like, like watching an episode of lost. They just went down into the bunker and there's the codes popping up and you're like, what is this about? You know, what is the point of this? Uh, but I'm intrigued. It's weird. And that's kind of, kind of how, how it's left off. So I, I kind of think that it based off of what we've heard, it won't be the sun. It will be Anakin and Ahsoka coming to the, their final atonement because the character um, from, from the way I understand it has carries a, a level of guilt with her over the fact that she did leave the uh, Jedi order though, because if she had stayed, she thinks Anakin wouldn't have fallen in a way. She's, she thinks that she left her, 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 her friend or her father or her master, however you want to look at it. And in that case, in, in that instance, left him to his own devices uh, with no one looking out for him, really. And then he ends up becoming Darth Vader. So um, that atonement needs to be needs to be reached here. Now, could they go full out fucking batshit crazy and then have like Anakin versus Anakin? It's completely possible. Uh, I had a friend who I who I uh, haven't talked to in years, but I trust what he was saying. And he went like as years ago, uh, worked on Revenge of the Sith, went out to dinner with George Lucas. George was taking people from the crew out to dinner um, as the, sh the production was starting to wrap up. He was doing these little dinners. And uh, he said that it is one of his concepts for Return of the Jedi was that it Anakin, a clone of Anakin, was frozen in carbonite on Thawd for Return of the Jedi. Luke on, on freezes him, thaws him, I should say, mm -hmm. uh, on Thawd, on Thawd, frozen caveman lawyer. Um, thaws him out and then and the clone of anakin and luke skywalker take a mandalorian army army and destroy the empire so instead of there being and so those kinds of concepts have always sort of like been a part of star wars and the idea of like a clone versus the real one that kind of stuff like it's always been something like in the lore that never really gets to screen but i could see it i could see something like that that happening I, or it wouldn't surprise me if it happened in the the in a Dave Filoni story, but that's not what I'm expecting. I'm expecting conversations maybe with visuals. Um, Ahsoka to see things, um, visions that are going to happen. I mean, in fact, I I mean she might see Ray in there. It's that's that's something worth considering. You know, when you get down to it, like Ahsoka is like, get up, Ray. We what if we might see that moment? We might see Ahsoka saying that to her in that location in this this series. Is it, it's possible? Once again, all speculation. That's not a spoiler thing or like you know or anything like that. But it's it's completely possible. So <laughs> James says, "Return to Sebastian Shaw confirmed." I know. That's my my one thing um, that I would love to see them do probably will drive some of you crazy, but I wish that they had taken Anakin 
uh, Hayden Christensen and had had him redo the Return of the Jedi stuff for Return of the Jedi. And if Lucas was doing these shows today, you know he would have taken the opportunity. I also would love if they uh, use this opportunity to fix the the Force Ghosts from Return of the Jedi. When I say fix, it's fine. It's not broken, but you could definitely um, do an upgrade to that to that shot, especially if you know if you wanted to. He would be like, or he's like pretty much the appropriate age now. So you you could do it if you wanted to. You know, it would be it would be nice. It would, I would appreciate it. But you know, all all, all in all, the the uh, next episode is going to be good. They're they're doing some like uh, fan uh, like free screenings of the next episode in theaters. Um, uh, at the time of screening, some are an hour before, some are are, are an hour after. Um, but it's about the same time usually. Uh, I couldn't go to them because uh, I got to go to I have a class at that time, and I already missed two to 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 go to the, the Galactic Star Cruiser, so I can't do any more misses for right now for Star Wars, unfortunately. But I will get to see it, you know, at home. So I'm I'm okay with that. But um, Lego fan says the Reddit leaker says Rex is in flashbacks. Right. But I think what the what that person is saying um, is that he's in the armor and that it's not Tamara Morrison or if it is, we don't see his face. And generally speaking, you don't have Tamara Morrison just wear armor where you don't see his face. You know, you would use a, a double and then have Tamara Morrison do the voice. But also, it wouldn't surprise me if Bradley Baker did the voice. Consider, you know what I mean? There's a lot of possibilities there. Um, the way I would handle it, if I was directing this, is when the helmet's on, I would have D. Bradley Baker do the voice. And when the helmet's off, uh, I would I, that way it's like that's what he sounds like when he has like the, the voice and the thing, you know? That way you could kind of like do a hybrid. I think it would make fans happy. I don't know if it would, if it would sound crazy and not work, but, you know. And I I tried at least, but yeah. But this this next episode is gonna be is gonna be really really a kick ass. Like the last time I could recall that they did one of these free screenings um, like this was the Clone Wars season three when Maul and returns with the in the Savage arc, and um, when they showed that version it, it was like the episodes were all edited together into like a, a film cut almost version and you're able to buy that version on itunes for a while i think i still have it and i prefer it i actually wish disney plus would offer us the film edited versions the the the, the big long cuts of those shows um as bonus materials on disney plus that would be really great like the the arc where ahsoka leaves is is was scored in Prague with like a full thing like it's like a full movie cut with a score done in Prague they haven't released that and uh that stuff just being like hey Disney plus like what the fuck bro I I was hoping that maybe they would do that as we were getting towards the Ahsoka series to get people to rewatch that stuff you know so the fresher way of looking at it but so far nothing um does you and McGregor appear in the Ahsoka series? The only thing I ever heard about about a Ewan kind of thing is that they shot uh, the Mustafar 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 duel 
for some reason that's hard to say Mustafar duel but there was just like a a, a dummy like a pile of like you know the the little dummy in their outfit on the floor so that way they could um you know they could have they could uh show that he was killed and so and i would imagine that would be like changed uh in the final thing you know like they would like cgi uh dead obi-wan there he's the digital dummy or something like that um but that said yeah if ewan is in it it would be news to me and and then this is where we start to get to like that point with this kind of stuff where like i said they're showing these like brief moments of things and then we start to make it too big and then we disappoint ourselves because like ewan wasn't in it this wasn't in it and stuff like that but I do think it's going to be like kind of the ultimate um, Ahsoka Anakin conversation. That's where that's that's where my 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 brain is at with this. You know, I think that it that it's this series is about Ahsoka's journey, but also about what she's trying to stop. So, what would you know? What would uh, how how does that stuff connect? It has to like hit those on those cylinders. Or it doesn't, it's not going to make sense. It's not going to be, it'll be outside of the scope of the project. And um, so I would, I would not expect you McGregor to, to show up would be badass if he did. But the one thing that I would also throw out there um, just to like play devil's advocate and have a little tiny baby bit of hope is that, you know, you and McGregor is married to, to, to the actor who plays Hera. And so I think he would be more willing to be in something that his wife was in to, to prop it up and more willing to, it would be in the, in the vicinity of the production considering. And I, so I could see it as like a possibility and I could see it also as a possibility that, you know, he does play the, if, if, if that um, Mustafar duel makes the final edit, I could see that being uh, him being Obi the dead Obi-Wan or in scenes for that. But I do think these are just shots personally. I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope I hope it's way bigger than I'm expecting, but I am minimizing what it's going to be as to not make myself disappointed when it happens, you know? And uh yeah, Saber Smith says, I've learned to curb curb my expectations. And yeah, that's that's kind of like the the important thing there, you know. And that's that's one of the the issues with spoilers and following them that you have to like do because you could extrapolate so much when we just have these like snippets of uh what's happening um that would be a good uh ahsoka podcast snippets but uh anyways yeah you, you just you have to keep your, your expectations in check you can't let you can't let the fact that it that we delve into spoilers ruin something for you because you know or if you if something is changes or like uh, on Kenobi, you know, Qui-Gon was originally a part of the way that Anakin, sorry, that Obi-Wan uh, got out of that rock pile was Qui-Gon pumping him up. And then in the, the final version of it, they removed that and it was him just thinking about Luke and Leia and, and his association with them and, and what that hope means for the future. And then they, 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 Change, they edited out Qui-Gon and they put that in and like that kind of shit could happen. And um, I don't think people were that disappointed in that moment because they were so all about Luke and Leia. And then when, when they saw kind of saw 
Qui-Gon at the end. They're like, yeah, I'm probably okay with not getting more of that uh, right now, I think. And so it wasn't like a big deal. But but you never know what, what could happen. Now, now, in this instance, though, like on this part of it, the stuff that like the Reddit um, leaker is talking about and the stuff that Bestman's talking about, this stuff is all like what's happening right now. Like the, the, they're probably discussing like the final edit. Whereas uh, six months to a year ago, we were talking about production, what was happening during during filming. And we're in a completely different like phase now. And uh, it's always nice when you have the production side and then you get the, the, the end game side, the, the final edit stuff as well. But um, right now on my end, my stuff is firmly rooted during during production at this point. And so, so uh, I believe in trust Bespin's um, an, analytical skills and ability to usually get multiple sources on things. So, so I'm like, okay, cool. Like, like uh, this stuff is is happening. This, these story beats are being explored. Lefko says, "Do you think we will see Obi Wan's younger brother in the series, or maybe we already did?" Yeah, that that's that's a. That was a, a fun thing dropped in there by Joby Harold in the Kenobi series um, that I think is when you get down to it is I think it's just like an open ended thing. So that way, someday, if they want to tell this, they want to have more Kenobis, they have the implication uh, that something that could happen. They they have it, you know. Oh, yeah. We talked about it in the Kenobi show, you know, back in the day. And that's fine. Um, but that said. I feel like like it's uh, a different, not a different world or a different universe, but I just don't know if that's something that that Filoni would be picking up at the moment. Now, over time, Filoni does like to he does like to take the rules of the previous stories, and then in his mind, I think do a thought exercise about what does this mean and how should it go, and then he logically maps it out from there. O overall. I think it's it's fine. I think it's a good good way to do it. So I could see him eventually getting to something like that. But who knows? Who knows if it if it had any kind of uh intention. My sense is it doesn't and it won't in this era because we can't have that character popping up during this time um in a meaningful way that we know of and we don't have anything in the sequel trilogy from anything like that. So I think it was meant to tell a story down the road. Maybe that would be my guess. So Theron says, what is the official timeline for the series taking place? So during production, I was told that it was sort of like being looked at like, as like two chunks, like a part one and a part two. And part one was the stuff that was like parallel to the Mando two timeline. Now, now that the show's out, we know it's like the day after Mando 2. And then so I'm guessing that we have sort of this episode. And uh, but and then and then I've heard there's sort of a time jump. It was everybody was weird about it. Now, my, my brain in this is of the opinion that because. um, What's her name? Morgan Elsbeth has light speeded away to Thrawn. She's she's gone, gone, daddy, gone. Uh, Balin, Sabine, they're gone. Ahsoka fell in the river. 
and she can't swim. I don't know. Maybe she can swim, but she's drowning. She's dead. She's about to die. She's either died, uh, but something's gonna happen. She's but she's in the world between worlds. Um, Aria was best. She's like, what the fuck? How does this even make sense? And I'm like, yeah, it's mystical stuff. So it's something you got to kind of roll with. And my my take on it is two things. Uh, it's like purgatory. And also we know that you can move between time and space in the world between worlds. So at the end of this episode, my speculation is Ahsoka is going to open up a door and she's going to plop out in the place where Thrawn is um, like a, like an orange turd. She's going to go right out that, that, that thing and end up uh, where she needs to be with the guy through the guidance of, of Anakin. And um, in a way may actually help some of that atonement, you know, for the fact that, you know, he tried to kill her and, and that Sith temple and all that weird stuff that happened uh, where, you know, you know, when he killed all the kids that she used to know in the, the Jedi temple and babysit and take the, get their lightsaber crystals and all that. So, so uh, good chance um, that favor will be like, you know what? It's cool. You killed all those kids, dude. We're cool, man. I mean, honestly, those kids sucked. Those kids were shitheads. I didn't like babysitting them at all. And uh, so, so that, that, that could make sense though. Um, that, that could, well, make sense. No, but in a fantasy, yeah, it, it, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen. So that, that's, that's what I'm loosely expecting to go down. Um, and that's like, as Bespin joked, she gets on the back of a, of a space whale and just fucking rides that thing there, you know? But um, I, I do know that they uh, they had like uh, horses involved out there in El Segundo. Um, and the horses were standing in for the loath wolves and that Ahsoka rides one and, and uh, has some stunts on it even. So it tells me that the loath wolves, loth wolves, loath, whatever the fuck they are, are, are involved in an action sequence. And I don't know if they go back to Lothal. L- it doesn't really make sense that they do, considering where we're at in the story. Um, so I'm thinking that, you know, it might be like a, a badass, like fucking crazy thing where, you know, she does pop out, as Bestman suggested, in the white robes. And I'm suggesting on the fucking back of the, of the wolf. And it's like, and then Thrawn's like, oh, no, it could happen. It's possible. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's not going to happen, and it's probably more likely to happen than a lot of other things that we've talked about tonight, today. Um, Jake says the old chick who asked Ray her name in in Rise is Obi Wan's brother. Plot twist. Oh, that, that, could, that could happen. It's possible, or it could be that Jira, the old the old lady who uh, Anakin built the air conditioner for from the, from the Phantom Menace, she could be a vampire. But she uses the sun for her energy. Think about it. Uh, so it says the Chimera has the art wall from the gate of the original World Between Worlds. Maybe it has been reconstructed on his ship. Boom, Ahsoka has a door. Fucking that's some good thinking, dude. That is not that is not a bad, that is not a bad, a bad thought right there. That makes a lot of sense. And it might 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 be how she comes out the, the other side of it now and we know from uh rebels like palpatine had had one of those doors and he's just standing in there going hey ezra can you let me inside i'm your nice space grandpa come on and you know 
And um, so there's always a chance that it may be in that decade. Uh, Ahsoka, I'm sorry, uh, Ezra Bridger could have maybe been working on it. There's a branches that Thrawn has. I mean, you could look at it a lot, lot of different way, a lot of different ways. I know the Camaro's in it too, so <laughs> I like where your head's at there, man. I think that that's really very possible, you know. Um, Jane says I saw a loath wolf drinking in a pina colada at Trader Vic's. Yeah, that was that was the mushrooms, dude. That was the mushrooms. That 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 wasn't in the show or real life at all. Yeah. Uh, here we got Trader Joe's. I, I, don't, I don't know. We don't know what a Trader Vic is. I had an Uncle Vic once, though. Yeah, great uncle. Um, um, says, I think that Anakin, after death, fulfilled his prophecy and took the place of the father to bring balance to the force. And and that was definitely like the, the implication there, right? And then, you know, balance is undone, uh, as we know. And um, when you when you dig into um, all of Lucas's ideas about that stuff, it's so confusing, if, if not even contradictory. Uh, you know, there was like times when he was sort of using this analogy that like, especially in even in the script of The Phantom Menace. I mean, if you just look at that as a text and take it seriously, like it's biblical or something. Um, he's saying that it's like balance isn't like there's a no, new bad guy on the scene. He, uh, it's that there's a new cancer in the body. There's cancer in the body. Palpatine and Maul are these cancerous cells that are infecting the Republic and uh, the larger, you know, uh, living force, if you will, uh, uh, for the galaxy. So what, what we, so we, when we end up with with that, then yeah, he does. But then we know that Palpatine's not really dead. So Palpatine is on uh, Exegol, you know, having his fingernails fall off, you know, like he's that dude in RoboCop that got hit and got poured that got the acid poured on him. He's just in there living that life. And um, so I could definitely uh, see how that might put a sort of, a, you know, a little throw a wrench in the machine there, the cosmic machine. But maybe that's why Anakin is able to pop up here and save ahsoka because the rules have been broken and that's something i've kind of i've kind of wondered about like uh it won't it probably won't go this way but i had a, I, had a, I was like having like i was driving i'm gonna call it a shower thought but i was driving and i was like i was like what if anakin saving ahsoka sort of like breaks the rules and then that allows that witch to start to break the rules to them as well like if you if you look at it from from a concept of balance of a concept you know what i mean and and in what's what is laid out in one of the versions of that you could kind of see how oh the good guys brought back ahsoka well now we can bring back the bad guys we can resurrect stormtroopers we can use this forbidden magic now uh there's there's a, or, and I'm I'm just curious if there's if if there's a ramification there. Now, I kind of don't think that it will go that way because it just seems when we know that it we do have these hex stormtroopers who are coming back to life um and being repaired uh and stuff like that and we see an inquisitor die and become smoke. I am of the opinion that the inquisitor was probably resurrected already. And was dead before 
brought back to life by by Morgan Elsbeth, and that's why that happened. Excuse me. So when we see the stormtroopers die, when they're really dead, that might be the physical depiction of what it looks like when they die. So we know that they have actually perished because, you know, when you're dealing with like the zombie concept, usually the way that you get around it in a zombie film is you stick like an ax in its fucking brain, right? Might be a little too much for star Wars. So how do you physically show that you have, have, you know, expired the stormtrooper? Well, you, you, (laughs) Bestman says hexagon yeah you might show that that little smoke come out of of the of the costume and and so maybe it goes that way it's it's hard to say but um yeah rick says undead zombie who smokes so much weed i know it's it it really must have been very very popular to die that way during the high republic right i mean that makes sense High Republic, turning in the smoke. It all, it all, it all adds up to me. Merv says, uh, just talking about him the other day, but joked about doing an all Jackson Brown cover set at a show he's playing, and I, I sent him the old German radio show. I don't know what you're talking about now because I missed the first part. I thought you were saying something else there for a second, but cool. Um, okay, check out the poster I sent you. Okay, just. Let me see. Let me let me see what this poster is. What? Oh yeah, that is pretty lame. They 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 made a they made a poster for Carson Teva, but they just took like the Mandalorian thing and just changed the background on it. It's like the same, the same one, but weird. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's it was kind of a weird thing in the promotion that it that they didn't do an Anakin one, but they did do that actual like post that like theatrical poster um, with Anakin on it. So I guess that kind of makes it like make more sense. I'll throw that up on the screen right now. It, it's 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 photoshoppy to hell, but. You know, I do appreciate I I do, I do appreciate that that they did this one. It's it's still strange though. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm with you. I, I'm not a big fan of the character poster concept. You know that the thing that they keep doing with those, um, they just seem like they don't really mean anything. They don't, but that's it right there. That the, that that's 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 the uh, that's like the original. Or the poster that came out like the other day, and it does have at least have Anakin on it. So at least he shows up there, you know. But that one, uh, th- those like character posters though, f- for Anakin. Um, that's what I was about to say. Will likely come up next week on that on that episode. Oops, whoa, my my chat thing went crazy. We'll likely see the Annie poster next week, and th- that's what I think too. And, uh, you know, and there's a di- couple different ways of probably depicting it and stuff, too, if they want to. So could be OK. But like I said, those those character posters that come out, I mean, they just get the, the it's preaching to the choir kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, if anybody else has any any big points or questions, I think we're about to wrap this up here because I think we, we, we did the story pretty quick. We were pretty efficient today. 
we did a good 48 minutes. I think we got it. We got it all out there. You know, um, the yeah that it's a little bit weird that that they haven't been able to get the uh, de aging CGI version of people a little bit better, but at the same time, it's pretty amazing that it looks as good as it does. Uh, I think they would have been better served to have force ghosted his ass in that form uh, because then you could have made him semi-translucent and it probably would have helped the effect be, uh, you know, sold better. I don't, but they went for the full photorealistic thing. Respect it for, for, for giving it a try. Uh, Bestman, if I were in charge of Star Wars socials, I'd be putting out a character poster with just smoke on it. Yeah, like if they did that, it would be funny. Like, but you know, they they don't really have a sense of humor over there. You know, they 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 want they want Star Wars to be like school. You know what I mean? They really do. They're so fucking like boring. Everything is so like claustrophobic and boring and like uptight. And uh, yeah, I wish you were. I wish you were the guy, Bespin, because if you if they did that, I'd be I'd clap. I would I would respect it. It would be funny. So, I mean, they 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 did do like the High Republic card of like the fucking rock guy. Remember like the rock thing? Like that's like that big rock. Like that was kind of funny, but at the same time, people did use that to, to make it like it was serious. But Pistol Pete says I think Ahsoka might come out of the world between worlds. And time has passed with Morgan and Thrawn already back in our galaxy. Now, so while that's possible, I I was under the impression that the action scenes that are coming, the ones with uh, Sabine and Ezra and Ahsoka, that that was in the a new place when they're when they're finding them. So, but uh, but what where I think well, I will meet you in the middle was there is, I think, a possibility that when Ahsoka does come out on the other side of this, time has passed. And um, just trying to read back, I might be reading too much into things that people told me uh, during production, but I was told that there was a time jump. And unless they were just being funny because of fucking World Between Worlds, uh, I believe that there would be a time jump um, of some kind. And like, like, so there's some time between the first episodes and the second episodes. So... And I think this fifth one, um, this fifth episode is kind of like the jump off point into into the uh, next phase. So Bestman says, I think she'll be surfing on a space whale, personally. I mean, she could. I mean, do you ever think about, about maybe they're going to go full fucking Joseph Campbell. Maybe the whale will swallow her. She'll be Jonah in the belly of the whale, and it will hyperspace her there. And then she'll just come out like fucking Geppetto. You know what I mean? At the end, I mean it. It really could happen. Uh, the belly of the whale concept is uh, also something where the characters go into the belly of the whale, then they come out transformed. So, you know, there, there's a, there's a moment there. The, the whale's mouth opens up. Ahsoka the white on the dog jumps out, mauls Thrawn, kills him. The end. No movie canceled the movie it's over you guys that was it all right we did it we're done here uh if anything else happens i'll i'll, I'll try to jump on and and uh cover it but it's looking like we're gonna have a a long wait until the next episode but that the next episode's gonna be really fucking cool so we're gonna have a lot to talk about next episode so make sure you guys uh are here after the episode airs that night um 
I'll have like a little bit of time in between, you know, when it, when it finishes. So that way, if you need to eat dinner or, you know, catch up or whatever, cause you started a few minutes later, something like that, but we'll, we'll be able to uh, talk about that show that night uh, after it comes out. And I think it's going to be highly, I would think highly discussable. So I'm looking forward to it and, uh, and make sure you guys, uh, if you're not watching the show live, leave a comment, L like the videos, um, let them play through all the way. If you can, um you know share the show if you can and all that kind of stuff it's it's really really appreciated um the show's on spotify you can listen to the show's audio and you could also click between the video show and the audio show on spotify so that's 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 cool um you could be a, become a patreon supporter if you want to support the show a uh, channel member here on youtube and you could are able to become channel members uh on spotify as well we don't have any there yet but you can do that so if you want to be the first one, and I think Rob promised a prize to the first one, but I don't remember what it was now. I think he might come to your house and, you know, leave an upper decker or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, but anyways, we'll, we'll be, uh, what's today? Today's Thursday. So tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, I'll probably do. We'll probably do a show tomorrow. Uh, just like maybe like a little bit of like a, a wrap up show uh, of the, of the week and what's going on. And, um, and then we'll, start the countdown to the next thing uh where is rob uh yeah rob rob might be sleepy sleep i had to do this the show earlier today uh i have to do something so i needed to get going earlier than usual i texted him he didn't respond so i'm thinking it was too early for early for him he probably stayed up all night working it's kind of what he what he does you know um jonesy says does listening on spotify help in any way i hear them over and over like 10 times a day um I will say Spotify actually uh, for like the listens it pays more uh, than the the than YouTube views, just in terms of just that part of it. But you know, so it helps. But <laughs> same time, uh, Jonesy, you're good here. We need you here, Jonesy. And then uh, Bestman says the prize. Rob doesn't talk about Avatar, James Cameron, and Tom Cruise for two weeks. Oh, is that it? Okay. That's that's you said it. I mean, he said he agreed to it. But anyways, all right, everybody. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Uh, have a good uh, night and uh, leave comments if something occurs to you. We will see it and talk about it on the show and stuff like that. And see everybody in a, in a bit. Thank you, and I appreciate everybody hanging out with me today. All hundred nine of you means a lot. And uh, all theories are valid. But some are definitely more likely than, than others. That's the takeaway today. Bye. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! You know you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.